Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Hey everybody, before we kick off today's episode, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here and I just want to tell all of you that if you're an avid learner of self-growth growth if you want to change the quality of your life i'm one of my major events wondercon 2024 it's almost here the dates are march 17th through march 22nd that is 2024 and you can go to the website inside the show links to get to all the information there it's in houston texas there's also a bunch of opportunity for online tickets as well so you can watch the event live plus you get the opportunity to keep the video for life as well with an array of expert speakers including myself interactive workshops and a plethora of experiences it promises to be a transformational event that you've never seen before please know in person there are limited spaces available and get all the details to secure a spot on the show notes Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. All right, 
Good morning, ladies and gents. Welcome to Build Exclusively with Antonio T. Smith Jr. Glad to have each and every one of you on. Well, Mr. Smith had to take a last-minute flight out of here yesterday. <laughs> so for those of us who were part of Pathbender, we didn't have it because he was on in the air at the time. So uh, he's still out of town, I believe. So uh, until Ms. D. Marie comes on, I am here. And we, we're just going to review what we were talking about, some of the things we were talking about yesterday, or really for the past two days. Um, so I know we've been talking about, you know, retraining your subconscious mind and how to actually get your blessings and uh, talking about that 5% focus, you know, only really focus on the 5% that, you know, because that's really what you desire. 95% is not what not what matters but if you focus on that five percent the more you focus on the five percent then when that 95 percent does come around you'll have what's the word um not time but you'll have everything you want so when the 95 percent does come around okay yeah now i can now i can focus on this or whatever you know not for long but <laughs> you stay focused on your five percent and Mr. Phil and Miss Susan gave us the three questions. Um, okay, thank you, Miss Susan. Uh, Mr. Phil gave us, Mr. Phil, Miss Susan gave us the three questions. Uh, so it's Friday, Wednesday, so that we could discover what's in our top five percent. Just in case you don't have those questions, I can put them in the chat. And here they go. Okay, so for each question. If you, if you weren't here at the time, during the time that we did it, for each question, you're going to take four minutes for each question. The first two minutes, you write down, you know, the, the, your answers to the questions. But then you take another two minutes to either um, embellish what you wrote, uh, write down more what you wrote, or, or uh, there was another word Mr. Phil used <laughs> that I don't remember. <laughs> Eliminate. Eliminate what you wrote. There you go. So you do that for another two minutes for each question. So that's that's why it's a total of four minutes for each question. And then it will really hone in on what your 5% actually is. I know Deanna was saying um, for all three questions, there were two things in her um, her answers that repeated. And so she she noticed and recognized, okay, these are the top, these are the things in my top 5%. And the same thing may have happened for you. So... Those are the things that you focus on. And then also with retraining your, uh, your subconscious mind, you want to avoid distractions as much as you can. Distractions will come. We know they're, they're, you know, they're inevitable. But that's because when you decide what you want, what you don't want, it's going to automatically show up. So those things that you don't want, they're distractions, you know. And then even friends and family can be a distraction. And you know you've honed in, okay, today I'm going to do this. Today I'm going to write a chapter of my book. And then everybody calls you. <laughs> hey, I'm good. can you do so-and-so for me? Okay, yeah. Distractions are going to come up. So you're going to have to... Don't answer the phone. That's it. <laughs> Don't answer the phone. Do not answer the phone, okay? <laughs> Wait until, you know, you're done with what you're doing, the end of the day, whatever. That's and right. Return a call. Then, yes. That's yes. your fart knowing you're working. Right. Um, because, you know, um, I think it was Renee saying her aunt called 
And she told her aunt what she was doing. And then she still started talking to her. Ma'am, what is <laughs> this? Oh, dear God. <laughs> so you want to avoid your distractions. Okay. Um, and then, uh, let's see. So, also, um, I know Antonio was saying that you have to know what you want to have your 5%, and those three questions can help you. And then also, if you do not know what you want, the universe is going to continue to kind of punch you, you know, do you, do you get what it is that you want, you know, do you, can you understand what it is that you want? Um, he said, only through pain, can you really make a decision? Okay, I don't want that, you know, so yeah. <laughs> so, and then also, if you know what you want and you're frustrated, that means you're off path. So, because he says the universe never really, you know, universe never, you know, frustrates you. So you're off, you're off path and your 5% should definitely only serve selfishly what you desire. Okay. Now I'm going to turn it to the one and only, affectionately known as the freckled one. We call it, you think about Care Bear sometimes, you know, uh, always bubbly and bright, creative all the time. Love to play in the rain. I hope she got to do it yesterday because we got a downpour, okay? Um, <laughs> and the one who is always willing to help any way she can, Miss Deanna Marie. All right. Good morning, everyone. Miss Susan, I heard Grace said earlier, but I apologize. The moment I got home, I had to turn around to take, yeah. So I, I will figure that, and you know, I'm a early, I go to bed early. So, yes, ma'am. Hey, yes. Deanna, you yes, know, you're the freckle one, but we don't get to see your freckles. Sometimes, you know, take off the thing so we can see the freckle one. <laughs> I've seen you in person, so I know. Yeah. Yeah. If you are if you don't have your filter on, whatever filter, then it'll show, you know, when you want to be freckled. <laughs> thank you so much uh yeah. Trinace, i am thank you so much miss susan Trinace. um i will i will call you today i did get your phone call as soon as i got to the house i was back right on the road to take antonio to the airport and by the time i got back it was late thanks to houston traffic so with that being said i will give i will be giving you a call today <laughs> okay. i want to thank all of you so much for um, joining us this morning, I want to dig deeper into knowing what you want. And I'm going to repost, thank you, Grace, for posting them earlier. I'm going to repost the three questions that the original humor consultant so wonderfully walked us through. Because <clears throat> as Antonio told us, when you don't know what you want, the universe will consistently punch you in your face. Let me tell you something. So it's extremely important to know what you want. If you do not have clarity in your desires and your goals, your, you will manifest confusion in your life. Let me explanation you how. <laughs> you want to 
Remember Antonio said if you're holding it in a hand, if you're holding seeds in your hand, they can't grow until you let them go. Well, if you don't know what you want, what is the universe going to give you? What does the universe know to give you? All you're telling the universe is I'm confused. Please give me more confusion. And I've learned that the hard way. When I first started the journey to becoming an entrepreneur, I knew I wanted to be in the music industry. And then I got the chance to be in the music industry only to find out, and I don't want it. I don't want it. And when I did that, from that point on, life just kind of busted me in my face because at, at this point, I didn't know what I want. And I literally had to feel my way. I had to figure out, okay, Deanna, exactly what is it do you want? Like, what are your desires? What are your goals? Then I went through the process of, okay, well, in order to know what you want, you have to know who you are. This is the conversations I had with myself. So after having that conversation, it was like, okay, well, who the hell are you? And it was like, okay, so who am I? And I had this wonderful conversation with Antonio that I've told you guys before. And he was like, well, it's a wonderful thing. You don't know who you are because you get to create who you are. And the wonderful thing that I love about these three questions that the that the original humor consultants wonderfully and so graciously gave us to, to, to answer for ourselves is when you write, when you answer these three questions, it helps you define who you are and it helps you define what you want. Let me break it down to you how. My big goals, one of them is to own 200 acres of land for farming to have my own apothecary. Everything in my apothecary, I want to come out of my own garden, my own farm and everything. If I want that, then who am I? If this is one of my goals, then who am I to want a goal like this? What does this look like when I get it? What does it look like once the herbs are planted, once the vegetables are planted, once the fruits and the grains are planted? What does it look like once I harvest these things? What does this apothecary look like and what is the purpose of this apothecary? Apothecary is like another name for, for those who don't, it's like another name for a store of like herbs and things like that where you can go and and so... For those who didn't know, because for the longest I didn't know what it was, I just thought it was some weird word. And that's fun to say. Apothecary is kind of fun to say. <laughs> so, but what? who is the person that has these 200 acres? Who is the person that has this apothecary? What does this person do? How does this person's daily schedule look like? What did this? What did this person do to get to this point? See, if I have an apothecary, that means I have a knowledge in herbs. So what did I do to get that knowledge in herbs? If I have 200 acres of land, that means I at least need to know how to plant something if the whole purpose is to have an apothecary. So what did I learn in order to plant that? How does my daily routine look like on this land? Is this land for business only? Do I live on this land? 
do I have another home that's my personal home? And then this is like the, the, this property itself is the apothecary that just so happens to have the farm on it. I mean, yeah. The, like, what does it look like? And when you pay attention, excuse me, this is riding me. Okay, there we go. When you answer these three questions, it helps you narrow down who you are. And then from there, you can begin to build. The second thing that I have on my list for my big goals, and I'm only this, and I'm only in question number one. I haven't even gotten in, in number two and number one. The second one on my on my big goals is to travel the world with Don as kids. Kids are so curious. So I want to travel the world with my kid in that energy because I know me and him are going to learn together and it's going to be fun. So who is this person? What does this look like? What did this person have to do to get to the point where they can travel the world with their kid? That means both me and my kid have a passport. That means we've chosen destinations. That means the funds are in the bank for me to just be able to swipe my card and purchase plane tickets. That means we have the appropriate clothing for everywhere we travel. That means we've sat down and we've gone through, okay, let's go here, let's go there, which means we've probably studied some of these places and there's something about them that caught our attention. But who is this person? What did this person have to do to get to that point? What does this person's daily routine look like? If you did not answer these three questions, shame on you. If you did not sit down and answer the three questions that the human consultants gave you, the humor consultants gave you, shame on you. Because these questions for me do more than just help me figure out my big goals, help me figure out what I want to do in the next three to five years. And if I only had six months to live and money was not an issue, what would I do? If you pay attention to your answers and you don't know who you are or what your desires are or what you want, these questions literally help you build out who you are. One of the greatest things Antonio told me was, it's okay if you don't know who you are, that means you get to create who you want to be. And these three questions, if you're not already on the path, allow you to create who you want to be. Yes, Renee, they give you a roadmap. Now, me, I'm about a quarter of the way in on my roadmap, but looking at this helps me narrow down. It gives me better, it gives me better directions on where I'm going and who I am. And I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I have a tendency to veer off, you know, sometimes I'll see a rabbit on the side of the road and be like, oh, rabbit. And then it starts hopping. I'm like, well, let me pull over and see where it's going. With this, I can say, wait a minute. That rabbit's not on my list. But I really want to go play with it. But it's not on this part of the journey because there is a part on here. Well, I do get to go play with the rabbit. That's the traveling the world with Dawn. 
as kids. Because what would a kid do? <sighs> Don has learned how to play with lizards. He's learned how to catch them. He's learned how to handle them. And he's learned how to release them. Am I happy about this situation? No, I am not. But when we travel, he can play with all the lizards he wants to. I play with all the rabbits I want to. He can have the lizards. I don't do the scaly things, okay? Creepy. Okay, just the thought of holding would just increase <laughs> me out because they feel funny. But there is a part of my journey in, in my big goals, travel the world with Don as kids. There's going to be a point in time where we're traveling. And we're going to stop and enjoy something. And we're going to play with animals. Bianca, you'll have to do research on which critters are toxic. You know, because like there's this long black worm that's in our neighborhood now that's toxic. Oh, wow. You know, and so you have to be careful. Like if Luigi goes up to it and sniffs or pats at it. So, you know. When you go on your journey with Don, you still have to, you know, Let me be the you. medicine cabinet with. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the apothecary is for, see? Yes, I know. <laughs> that's that's great. But as far as, far as I'm concerned, Miss Susan, Don will never touch another snake, lizard. I, I don't, it will, when we're traveling together, I'm going to tell him, hey, look. Mommy knows the fuzzy animals, okay? Mommy doesn't know the scaly ones. So how about we leave the scaly ones alone? Let's play with the fuzzy ones and the fluffy ones and leave the scaly ones alone. And we understand if it has teeth, it bites. I don't care how cute and fluffy it looks. If it has teeth, it bites. So, hey, be careful with that one. That one was a little aggressive. Let's, let's go on over here somewhere. <laughs> but, but if you... If you pay attention to these questions, every when Antonio taught us about retraining our subconscious mind, these three questions will really help you narrow down. Because once you see what you've written down, once you see the theme of the things you've written down, in order for you to reach what you desire, you're going to have to retrain your subconscious mind. There's no way. I can own 200 acres of land for farming to have my apothecary if I don't change my, my subconscious, if I don't retrain my subconscious mind, which means I'm going to have to retrain myself on a new schedule because I can't get 200 acres of land just sitting in front of a computer all day. I'm going to have to learn how to, how to, to do, I'm going to have to learn. Okay. Well, what are the seasons that you plant certain herbs? What are the seasons that you plant certain vegetables? How much spacing do you need between grains? Can I put corn and wheat in the same little section? Like how I'm going to have to learn these things. So I'm going to have to retrain my subconscious mind to understand that what you're doing today will not get you there tomorrow. Diana. Yes, ma'am. While I remember this, this morning on Good Morning America, Jennifer Gardner was on. And I love her. She's she's just real. Um, and her. she has, she's into herbs. She grew up with 
on a farm. Her mom did herbs and all that. And now she has a farm. And, you know, they were saying, well, how much time do you spend there? She says, I want to be there all the time. That's my happy place. That's where I want to be. And so she's digging in the soil and doing all that. You might want to check her out. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely. Maybe she would help you. See? Yeah. And that's the, thank you so much, Miss Susan. That's the other thing. If you know of someone who is in the field that you desire to be in and prosperous in it, go research them. Research what their schedule looks like. Research what they do. I want to be a philanthropist. So who would I need to research? Well, I know one of the greatest philanthropists of all times is Oprah. She building school. There's, okay. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. There's a lot of drama. So I also understand, okay, so when I'm doing good, people going to talk about me. Got it. If you pay attention to the people doing the things you desire to do, look at what's going on with their lives. Look, pay attention to how they respond to it. Because these are things you're going to need to retrain your subconscious mind to do. If somebody talk to, talks about you today, you go and you want to go run up and bust out some windows. Is that going to get you where you want to go? But if I'm looking at Oprah and somebody talking about Oprah and she doesn't even bother with any type of clapback at all on social media, guess what I need to do? Go ahead, Trinace. One of my favorite apothecary businesses, she just opened up like last year, but she on a break right now. She does uh, um, rose petals for your bathtub. She does um, womb wellness tea. So she's kind of small and she's building, but I love her. It's all like feminine products, stuff for your um, for your mental wealth, um, your womb, um, detox. I love the rose petals. Oh my God, I love that luxurious rose petal bag. It's your thing. You're muted, D. I was wondering why she didn't hear me. Trinace, what's the name of her apothecary? You can type it in chat if you if that's easier for you. I missed it. I'm on closed caption and I looked away. And oh. when I'm on closed caption, I look away. I've been missing stuff all the time. Gotcha. No worries. I was asking, what's the name of her apothecary? Her, she is, um, she rose. She was one of the sponsors for the event. Oh, is she the one that did the, um, the room sprays? Mm -mm, that's somebody else. Oh, okay. Those room sprays are off the chart. They, yeah, they were. I like the Sun Joy. That's, that's my favorite one so far, Sun Joy. Or Joy Sun, one of those. I know it's Joy Sun in the name. <laughs> Find that person, see what their, see what their daily routine, because you can find pretty much anything on the internet. And those who are in abundance, 
don't mind sharing what they do. So you can Google who your who the person is and 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 Google what is like uh Ben Affleck's daily routine or Will Smith's workout routine. You can Google these things and see exactly. You can even Google what their diet is. Bianca, I just put the link in chat for you. And I don't think she cares what Ben Affleck does. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she cares either. <laughs> I just when I Googled her, he so came she went back to the last name yeah, of my- <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But these three questions when it comes to retraining your subconscious mind to me are extremely important because like Grace was like Grace was saying when we first started, if you pay attention to what you wrote down, it will give you the theme of your 5%. The theme of my 5% is family and travel. My question to myself would be, okay, what does this look like? And then for my three to five years, it gives me a little hint of what it looks like. It gives me an idea of the road that I'm going to be traveling to get to my big goals. In three to five years, I plan on graduating school and getting my dietitian license slash certification. That aligns with owning 200 acres of land for farming for my apothecary because I'm going for my degree in it's organic sustainable organic agriculture is what my degree is going to be in. So if I'm getting a degree in that, and I want an apothecary, can you imagine? So this lets me know, okay, I'm on the right path. Because I didn't, when I wrote this down, I didn't even think about my big goals. I was only focused on the next three to five years. And then in three to five years, buy 200 acres. Travel to the Fertile Crescent, Egypt, Morocco, St. Lucia, Samoya, Tibet. Write all of my books. I have a list of books that not everybody knows the titles to. But if you look at the titles of my book, they deal with family. They deal with herbs, fruits, vegetables. So if I pay attention to that, the other theme that I'm picking up on in my own stuff is helping others. So with these three things, I'm realizing, okay, I'm understanding what my desire, I'm getting clarity on my desires and I'm getting clarity on my goals. So if I didn't know what I wanted, I can just look at these three questions, analyze them. We can take it even further. You know, y'all know it, and I'm going to share my screen, too. This is going to be fun. Let me see. So we're going to go to ChatGPT. I'm going to share my screen. Because I understand there are people out there that are not like me. I look at stuff and be like, ooh, this looks, this looks, this looks. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask, I am going to give you three different sections 
that I am working on to define who I am and what I desire. Your task is to analyze these areas and give and give me three main themes from all of these areas. I'm just going to put a few because <laughs> my first list is a little expounded on. In case I want to own. So the first one, big goals. Own 200 acres of land. A paw, a paw, the carry. I'm just going to put a few. Travel the world with family. All right. Oh, I didn't. I didn't tell anybody this. And star in a major motion picture about Cleopatra. with an all black cast, all right? Those big goals, three to five year goals. Uh-oh, spelled year wrong, yep. All right, three to five year goals. Graduate school, get dietitian license, Buy 200 acres, write all of my books, release 85 pounds, have a global, always becoming, is a global brand. All right, then we're going to go to six months left to live. Travel the world. Forgot something here. Travel to the Fertile Crescent. Egypt. Morocco, St. Lucia, Samoya, Tibet. Ah, wait a minute. I'm missing something. I knew I was missing one. Nigeria. Not Somalia. Samoya. Samoya. Yeah, still probably spelled it wrong. Spelled for it wrong. Just typing fast here. All right. <clears throat> spend as much time with family as possible. Eh. Record an album 
So Dawn will always have a way to hear my voice. And I hit enter. Okay, from the three sections you've provided, I can identify three main themes that reflect who you are and what you desire. Lifelong ambitions and achievements. There they are. Travel and cultural exploration. You, here it is. Family and personal connection. So the same, the same, the same thing I said I picked up on, Chat GPT picked up on. And I just put a few of my things in there. So if you're still confused about who you are and what it is you desire. Oh, yes, ma'am. I, I just saw it. <laughs> I just saw it. Here you go, Renee. Good looking out, homie. Thank you. So very welcome. So very welcome. There we go. And do, I only put just a few things in each because I was doing it for. Yeah. It, yes, sir. Tell him to go back to sleep. <laughs> Good. You, you, you heard what Uncle Roman Ron said, Antonio. Miss <laughs> Susan, you're a mute. Oh, you muted back. Gotcha. But don't put everything in. Oh, go ahead, Mr. Phil. I saw you unmuted. Jerome hasn't read 48 Laws of Power. Well, Uncle Roman Rome, you heard what Mr. Phil said. Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> when you do this prompt, do not cheat yourself. If you need to go back and re-answer these questions to add on, do that. But do not cheat yourself if you don't know who you are, you don't know what you desire. Put everything into ChatGPT. Have ChatGPT analyze it and give you the main thing, the three things. And as you see, it broke it down for me. It said lifelong ambitions and achievements. And it broke them down. So if my, let me share my screen again. So it says here, lifelong, lifelong ambition. Okay, thank you. Lifelong ambitions and achievements. Owning 200 acres of land and running an apothecary represents your desire for independence and connection to nature. The aspiration to start in a major motion picture about Cleopatra with an all-Black cast indicates a passion for acting and promoting diversity in the entertainment industry. Didn't pick up on that. I just knew something I wanted to do. I have a, I have a fascination with Cleopatra. Don't know why. Always have. Graduating from school, obtaining a dietitian license, and writing books signify your commitment to education, personal growth, and sharing knowledge. Building always becoming as a global brand suggests a focus on creating a lasting impact and legacy. Let me tell y'all something. What, what also helped me shift when it came to retraining my subconscious mind is if you're part of Antonio T. Smith Jr.'s inner circle, 
he posted a list of things in there. And number six say number six was talking about uh, switching your mindset to a return from from a return on investment mindset to a return to a return on legacy mindset. And when I tell you that did something to me because I'm like, man, I've been sitting here all this time, you know, talking about a return on investment on my time, return on investment on investments that I made, but I never talked about a return on my legacy. And then it makes you think, well, what have I done in my life to have a return on my legacy? I ain't done nothing. Well, I ain't done nothing. I had to think about that when I get up. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Nope, nope, I ain't done nothing. So that that so what that does is that moves me to a different area now. Okay, if you want to return on your legacy, if you want, when Don leaves this earth, Antonio told us one time he in leadership class he he was doing a demonstration for us and it blew my brain away. He said, "Okay, do you remember your grandmother?" I'm like, yeah, I remember my grandmother. You know. Spent every day with granny after school. And then on the weekends and holidays, I was with mama. Those, 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 I know they're kind of country, but you know those. <laughs> From the South, you got, everybody got a granny. Everybody got a mama. Mama was grandma, but I didn't know how to say grand. So I said, ma'am, mama, mama. Okay. And I, I was the first grandchild. So, you know, I started that tree. Yay me. Then he was like, okay, who knows your great grandparents? But everybody know Big Mama. But mind you, Big Mama was only on my mama's side of the family. My dad's parents, Pierce, had already passed away. Then he was like, so I didn't know them. Then he was like, who remembers your great-grandparents? Well, Grandma, who was my, my mom's, yeah, my mom's great-grandmother, my great, like, I remembered back so far only because they were living. But the ones who had passed away, I didn't know their names. I didn't know what they looked like. I didn't know their contributions to this world. And he said, how do you, how many generations of your family do you want to remember you? I want every last one of them suckers to remember me for the, for the simple reason of, hey, I done built this for y'all. Y'all better act right. Granny changed the world. And since granny changed the world, we gonna do the same thing. It makes you think legacy. And in my journey, because I want to know my heritage, my ancestral heritage, I found out on my dad's side my grandmother's my grandmother's grandfather was one of the largest cattle ranchers in the state of Texas. It worked. Did y'all see it? My thumbs up worked. Okay. <laughs> I got excited. I've been trying to get that to happen for weeks now, Uncle Rome, and it finally look, it finally popped up. Will it work again? Will it work again? Uh, maybe that was like, <gasps> look. Okay, <laughs> y'all forgive me. The kid just popped out, shiny things. I got distracted. <laughs> but in doing the research and finding out who I am, because that is one of my 
biggest goals is to is to discover, find out who and what is in my lineage. On my grandmother's side, my it was her grandfather, my great grandfather or great great grandfather was one of the largest cattle ranchers in the state of Texas. Guess what? He was also a white man. Like not not no mix of nothing. Then in listening to my dad tell stories, I'm finding out that my grandmother's lineage was high in herbs because she was also part Indian. I told my dad the other day, I need you to take a DNA test. And he looked at me crazy. I was like, wait, I may probably need to break that down to him. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I mean, this is what I'm trying to do. And he's like, oh, okay. On my dad's side, my, my great grandfather was a Frenchman who married a black woman. And because of their union, they were very limited on the things they could do and where they could live. So he started an entire settlement in the state of Texas called Wilson's Creek. Just so they could have somewhere to live. And he opened it up to other mixed couples. This is my history. This is my lineage. But if I didn't know what I wanted, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be doing this. If I if I didn't think about legacy instead of investment, I wouldn't even be worried about this. So now I can break down to my son. Hey, look, you're not just here just to be here. Look at our history. There's entrepreneurs on both sides of my family. It's in my DNA from both sides. My grandfather was a my grandfather was an entrepreneur all my life and I didn't realize it. My daddy's people on both sides, entrepreneurs. Then on my mom's side, on my mom's mom's side, they're teachers, they're educators. In some shape, form, or fashion, all of them are in education. When you take these three questions and you break them down and you pay attention to what you wrote down, what is in you will come out of you. Write the vision, make it plain. You got three questions to answer to help you write your vision and make it plain. And then from there, you create who you want to be. You create the person you wrote down because that's who you are. You have your starting point now. You are officially at the starting line. The question is, are you going to run the race? It's a slow and steady race, but it's worth it because it's yours. Antonio was uh, Antonio, myself and Grace were on three way and he told Grace something and he had Grace repeat it to me. What she said, I don't remember, but I can tell you what I got out of it because it was for me. Everything you need, you already have. It's yours. Are you going to go get it?
It's the first thing I got out of it. Second thing I got out of it is if you if you're at the starting line, you've already finished the race. You just have to enjoy from the starting line to the finish line. If you need to do a walk run, do a walk run. If you can jog the whole time, jog the whole time. If you need to take a breath because you feel like your lungs are about to explode and your heart is about to pump out of your chest, take a break. But it's your race. You may hit, I don't know how many of y'all have ever ran before and stepped on a rock. That hurts. Makes your ankle hurt, makes your whole leg hurt, feel like you done twisted your knee out of socket. All of those wonderful things. It's the same as your life journey. You're going to come to a point where you're going to step on a rock and you're going to have to pause for a second and recover from that pain. And when you start the race again, you start at a slow walk. And as you get stronger, you build up to a nice little fast-paced walk. Now you're power walking. Now you're doing a little walk-run. Well, walk-jog. Now you're doing a walk-run. Now you're running full pace. But it all depends on you. I'm at my starting line. Are you? And I got that. It, it's amazing how three questions can help you change the entire course of your life and assist you in retraining your subconscious mind. So I'm going to stop talking. I've been talking for about like 45 minutes now. So I'm going to stop talking. And I'm going to open it up to all of you beautiful people on this wonderful morning. And let's talk about it. We've, you've already defined your 5%, but why, why is it important to you? Not generalized. Why is it important to you for you to know your 5%? I don't know your journey. It may be different for you than it is for me. Let me put this question in the chat. And if you haven't done your three questions, shame on you, because that will help you define your 5%. But I'm opening it up. The floor is open. Let's do this. Why is it important for you, you personally, for your journal to know what you want? Journal, journey. I meant journey, not journal. The floor is open. Um, I can say that if you don't know what you, what you want, um, yeah, you really can get hit a lot because it's easy, um, to know, to know the things that you want. Sometimes I, I find myself thinking I, for a long time, I thought extremely small. I, I thought extremely small for what I could possibly have. And I was like, well, you know, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be cool with just, with just this. I'll be cool with just, with just as a little, I think one of my old pastors used to say, yeah, but a little dab will do you. That's what he used to say. But um, I'm learning instead of, because a hundred percent is going to, is going to come at, is going to come at me every, every time. But if I'm like, mm-mm. That don't even ain't anything to do with me that has absolutely nothing where where I'm going in five minutes. I'm not even gonna remember it because it's not even important. 
ain't even important. But if I focus on the 5% that I want and that I know I want it in my future, I want it, I want to see it for the rest of my life, then yeah, I'm going to pay good attention to it because it's going to keep repeating and it's going to keep, it's going to keep staring at my pretty face every day. And that's, and I'm, it's taking me, <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know that. And I was like, okay. So now I can just kind of be like, when something come up, I'm like, and is that anything to do with you? Is that even what you, even what you, what you want? And are you even going to remember it in 10 minutes? If the, if the, if the answer is no, then because sometimes I, I can say for me, I've been tripping over stuff that I didn't even remember, let alone, let alone five minutes, let alone a month later. I'm like, it don't even matter. In all the seasonal stuff, when it's not even long term, um, what you even want in your reality. So, um, Jay's been saying to me, Renee, are you working on you working on your five percent? And I'm like, yes, I am. I am. That's been the word in this house because I literally said, Jay, did you do your five percent today? And he was like, yes, I did. And I said, yeah. And I said, and I, I kind of locked myself in here. And I said, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get this done. And I got it done. And then I said, whew, now I can avoid the green ooze that was about to come out of my ears. But it's knowing and not, you told me, Deanna, don't undervalue yourself, Renee. Don't undervalue yourself. Don't be, don't be thinking too small. And it challenged me. And so now I'm like, okay, um, I'm kind of going to launch out a little bit more into the deep. I'm going to, I, it's, it surprised me the first time I said it, that I was like, I want to be a multimillionaire. That's what I want. It surprised me because I was like, my mom probably made a million dollars over, over her life, over her life, but not at one time. My father didn't, you know, but um, they still, I'm, I'm part of their legacy that they, that they got here on, on this earth, but it's, um, you know, I see the, the things that, that have been in me that, um, I got from both of my parents that I wrote down, like I, I was not, I put on here to be a dynamic speaker in personal development. And that's crazy as a mug to me because I'm not. Sometimes I'm I'm real shy and reserved and I just wanna, you know, stay away sometimes from folk. But to be a speaker, you be it's like um Deion Sanders, you be prime time, but then probably when you walk away, you just you know, but um that's been in me. My mother spoke. She I don't I mean not traditional speaking, but they always would ask Stephanie, you know, to say something or sing something. They always would ask her and they put her on the spot and she would go up there and she, the girl would whoo, throw the roof off of the, off of the house. So I'm realizing the things that are, that are in me. There's a hunger for education because I come from a family of educators. I can't get away from that. They, they all teach. I mean, dang, I got cousins. My mother was a teacher. My aunts, I mean, even a retired principal. And I'm like, Lord, and that's in me. So there's an, I, 
hunger for education, but education of a different because I want to show other people how to go higher and not to just let where they're from hold them back. Because statistically, I'm from Akron, Ohio. I'm not. So, I'm not supposed to. I'm. You know, what I'm saying basketball or sports is supposed to be my only way out. And to be honest, I mean that's great for LeBron because dude's a beast. But for me, I can't. That's that's not that's not my ministry. <laughs> I can play, but don't be asking me. Uh uh. I mean, I got a little bit of game, but don't. Mm -mm. But um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in a, in a room with. What LeBron or Lamar's gonna be in the same room with me, and we're gonna be all talking about what what's the plans for our city? What's the plans? What are we what are we gonna do? Because with his money, my money, and our business sense, we're gonna be like, let's do a partnership because we're gonna we're gonna help clean up Akron. That's what I like to do. To um take some things. To really help people have more multiple multiple streams of income, I'm I'm learning that. I'm like, man, I was like, should nobody be be homeless when you have all of all this land and you have houses that are just sitting there? No house should just be sitting there. Use it. Help help people get off get off of the street. Help them make multiple streams of income. So I'm extremely passionate about that. So. Um, but yeah, um, I am, um, just learning what, because yeah, if you don't know what your 5% is, everything else is going to come at you and you could find yourself drowning real easily. And then kind of being like, one to lift your hands up and we just have to know what to pay attention to because some of it won't matter 10 minutes, 10 months let alone 10 years from now. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. I, I have a question for you. After you yes. answered your three questions, have you recognized the themes? I heard you say teacher, but have you recognized any themes when you answered your three questions? Yes. Um. I was the my theme is money, <laughs> real estate, um, travel. There's a whole lot of travel, but and then of course being a full time ghostwriter and an author. That's my. But then you, I see my like financial financial goals. Like okay, how much money I want to I want to make in a month? How you know the kids the the finances the but then traveling is so big i even put on here i want to go to paris france for a month i was like yes everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I want to go for a month and then to go to Greece. That was the one place my mom never got to. She always wanted to go to Greece. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go to Greece. 
and you know do that from my mom's memory so yeah yeah a lot of that travel money <laughs> real estate I think that's one of my yeah it's a lot of it yeah and then of course we love me lovey dovey with Jay but yeah you know I'm interested to see what chat GPT spits out for you that's no. it. I'm interested that's why I wanted that prompt thank you <laughs> you're welcome who else would like to thank you so much Renee and thank you for your transparency who else would like to answer the question why is it important for you to know what you want like from a personal standpoint not a generalized standpoint all right if nobody else wants to answer we can move on to the next one frustration as a sign so antonio taught taught to us about how frustration is a sign that you're off your your path to your desires let me tell y'all something i get frustrated every day <laughs> And there was one, there was something that Antonio said to me and Grace. I can't remember when he said, yes, I need a closet of shoes. Oh, I do too. Shoes and purses. Because my purses need to match my shoes. <laughs> we go shopping together, Renee. What I, um, there's something that Antonio said to, to me and Grace. and it, I think it was a group of us. But and Grace, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it helped It helped Grace with her anger. I'm still working. I'm still working on my. But what he said was, every time you get angry, you forfeit a dream. And now I understand why. Okay, she said, yeah. And now I understand why, because if you get frustrated, you're not, you're off the path. And if you're if you're frustrated somewhere along the line, you did something or maneuvered a certain way that redirected your path. Because if it's your desires, if it's your goals, there's not going to be any frustration because you're loving what you're doing. Your all is into it. Your soul, your heart is into it because it's who you are. Again, we go back to those three questions. If it ain't in your top five percent. And you start getting frustrated, you off the path. Grace said you're messing with your money. So when you get angry, you're messing with your money. When you get frustrated, you messing with your money. Because if you don't pay attention, because if you don't pay attention to what it is you're getting frustrated about, if you don't take a moment to pause and say, okay, what is this? Why am I feeling this way? Analyze it. Ask the questions. You're not going to understand or know why you're frustrated. And eventually that's going to lead you to anger. Well, I'm not going to speak for y'all. I'll speak for myself. When I get frustrated, if I, if I, if I don't figure out what the frustration is, I start getting angry about it. But when I get frustrated, 
and I pause and I say, okay, why is this frustrating me? Normally this wouldn't get to me. Why is it getting to me today? What is frustrating me about this? And I get the answer. I'm like, oh, that's what that was? Brush that off and keep on moving. Or, man, that's what that is. Okay, it's time to have a conversation. Because me doing that allows for my energy to be back in my 5%. Because if I'm frustrated, I'm not in my 5%. If I'm frustrated, I'm not being who I who I told myself we were going to be in the future. When it comes to frustration, self-reflection is the greatest thing you can do. Have I mastered it? Hell no, I ain't mastered it. <laughs> but the parts that I have mastered, I'm like, okay, I get that part. I understand that. Oh, sidebar conversation. Fill yourself every day. Um, there was one, what was it? Was it morning before yesterday morning? Miss Susan was saying what her morning routine is. And then Renee was saying what her morning routine was. And Ibrahim, what if you're frustrated in getting the 5% part done? It is not in your 5%. It's something, it's something about your 5%. You, you're off your path. Frustration is a sign of being off the path to your desires. So if you're frustrated in getting the 5% part done, then you're off the path of your 5%. There's the, you, you're focused on getting it done more than you are on the 5%. That's, that's my perspective because if I get frustrated about getting my 5% done, then for me, it's like, okay, well, it's either something in my 5% that shouldn't be there or I'm off the path. Because anything that I do that's in my 5%, I have peace with it. When I'm working on my brand, I have peace. When I'm chilling with my kid and the family, I'm at peace. When I'm traveling, I'm at peace. I could be, I have learned how to travel. Okay. How many of y'all have that family that when you travel with them, you kind of wish you didn't have to, but they're, they're like always there. Yeah. I, 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 I actually don't because I don't travel with any of them. So, um, that's yeah, just something. That's, that's you the are benefit of, of living far away. <laughs> well, some sometimes when I well when I used to travel with extended family and we travel at the same time I used to get frustrated because said extended families complain the entire trip I'm like dude like can't can't can you just enjoy yourself like you're not at home <laughs> in the point of a vacation to get away from the stuff you complaining about and you away from it and you still complaining about it let that go and I used to get frustrated because it's like man 
hold what you got, Grace. Ain't nobody asks you. Grace talking about complaining is part of their enjoyment. I'm going to need you, Grace. That's a fact. To log off. <laughs> That's, a fact. That's a fact, Deanna. Some people, they be so happy with throwing all kinds of, or they shade blowers. That's my thing right there. They shade. They be like, oh, you're having a great day, huh? Here I am. It's like it's like it's like the tooth fairy. Here's your here's your magical shade thrower. You bet you. I will, I learned to be like the Matrix. Go like this. Okay. And avoid that mess. The Matrix. Because let me tell you something, Renee. When I travel now, I always ask who's coming. Okay, cool. Now I know. I'm good. I'm. I need to. Feel myself a little extra for this trip. So my happiness can overflow to others. Because we about to be in a situation, we're either about to be in a car, on a plane, in a room with these people. And what we not going to do is allow them to interrupt our 5%. My 5% is my family. So, well, we not go, you not going to interrupt this. So I started getting to a point where when family people, when family members started complaining, I'm like, really? I'm so sorry to hear that. Have you tried those pancakes? They are so good. Did you get you some waffles? You know what? Here, let me take the baby. Let me feed the baby. Mm -mm. Like, I, <laughs> I mm -mm. do. <laughs> mm -mm. It's, they I just blink my eyes and look with pursed lips. Blink my eyelashes really fast and look with pursed lips. That means I don't have nothing to say. I'm not trying to get involved. And they don't usually don't like that because I'm the one, the resolutionist. Um, I'm the one who always solves the problem. But now I just, you know that song by Lotto and um, I don't know the other girl, Mind Your Business? That's where I am. Mind Your Business. First off, Mind Your Business. Mm -mm. Nothing to do with me. I'm sorry. I would like to, but it ain't none of my business. I'm not saying that I wouldn't like to, but it don't, it don't, it don't, um, it don't fit where I'm going. That's your stuff. Please proceed to. Thank you very much, Mr. Nice. Miss Susan, you unmuted your mic earlier. Well, it made me think of growing up um, when we would travel to Cape Cod every summer. I was in the front seat in between my mom and dad and the three boys were in the back and they are all three extremely different. Um, so they would be fighting over stuff. And my dad would just turn around and he'd open the window, turn around, grab something of theirs and throw it out the window, keep driving, do it again. Another one's thing, pick it up, throw it out the window <laughs> Devastated. I bet it got quiet in that back seat. <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting there, you know, with my little ringlets and bow in the hair, you know, going like this and being afraid what was going to happen because they were so different um, it, that, you know, they were teenagers. So, but I remember that that brought up that memory that I haven't thought of in a long time. <laughs> but yeah traveling with someone that you don't want to be traveling with and especially if it's family um i I've, I've gone on trips with people that are 
going to the same convention thing or something like that. And it's usually high energy and fun. Um, and on the way back, everybody's asleep because they're exhausted. But not too many problems. A, a couple of little problems um, with people that you, I just knew how to say something to kind of stop it. And, you know, if you it, like what you did, you know, um, Deanna, taking the baby, doing things to be helpful. When someone's doing that, it looks even worse for them to be complaining. That that makes it worse. So then they, they feel shame on themselves for doing it. So it kind of stops. And that's probably what happened with you. At least temporarily it stopped. And it takes distraction off of what's actually happening. Because if I'm, one of the things Antonio taught me, say the fastest way to end gossip is to bring in positivity. And to me, babies are the, like, cream of the crop when it comes to, to positivity. Because who's going to, who's going to not smile with the baby? And it was... And 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 the stories I'm telling y'all are real stories. I'm just leaving names out. <laughs> but I I grabbed the baby, and me and me and the baby had a wonderful time together. We ate together. The baby had some grits. I had some waffles. He tried to stick his hand in my plate for them waffles. I was like, no, sir, not yet. You're not gonna gum on my waffle and choke. Nope. <laughs> you don't have teeth left yet. But I share my grits with you. Actually, I've learned not to share food with baby. So the grits officially became his because we weren't going to do that. Mm -mm, no. But when it comes to frustration, you're off. You're you're out of alignment with your desires and your dreams. And let me tell you something. How many of you, when you get frustrated at something, or you get angry at something, it's like your entire life source is drained of all this energy? Go ahead, Mr. Phil. Out of money and the law of attraction. Anytime you feel a negative emotion, you're in the mode of resisting something that you want. And that resistance takes a toll on you. It takes a toll on your physical body. It takes a toll on the amount of wonderful things that you are allowing to come into your experience. Well, Mr. Phil just answered. He, he just my whole money and the law of attraction he just did my whole rant for me in one line so I'm moved <laughs> but that's what happened so and when that happens you know this is not in my five percent See, y'all y'all know that man, Antonio T. Smith Jr.? He drives me crazy sometimes. He really does. But he be making so much sense. If it's not in the top 5%, I'm not dealing with it. Because if it's not in the top 5% and I'm dealing with it, that means there's, there's a negative emotion and energy attached to it. And I'm about to be drained of all of my life source. And I'm not going to get anything done. Mind y'all, that's not just the people. That's your own thoughts. 
I Grace just sent me a private message. I feel her on that. <laughs> Go ahead, Trinace. And I tell y'all a couple of weeks ago, I told Antonio I was driving from dropping chance off at work. And I had a grand, uh, I had like a crazy download driving. Then um my blessings are for me. And the moment I thought about that. If you was at Tracy House like a couple of months ago, you saw my car had been in an accident. Um, that was my blessing that I let my son use. So because I let my son use my blessing, my car was in an accident. Um, my life has not been the same since my children have been back at my house. So when they leave this time, my blessings are for me. <laughs> my elevation is for me. And whatever you got going on, that's outside of my 5%. And I hate to be like that for those my kids. But you got to figure stuff out because my sister was like, yeah, you know, before they came home, you didn't have, you weren't struggling paying bills. You were happy. I say I had fun money. Um, so because I was living my 5% and didn't even realize it. Just me and little King riding around the streets in my little red car. But that that's a um that's a that's a five percent thing and I didn't even realize it. I love the fact that you brought up kids because this is something that I had to learn. It's a lesson I didn't want to learn. But the wonderful part of this lesson was I didn't learn it from personal experience. Someone actually shed wisdom to me and I received it and it fell in fertile soil my son is eight I love him I will fight for him I will go to jail for him but me even saying that is wrong and let me tell you why because he's old enough to make his own decisions he's aware enough to make his own decisions he is going to fall no matter what I do because it's his journey. It's his journey. I am, I've, I've already told him my job is to teach you everything that you need to know. So much so to where you no longer need me. See, I didn't know that's what parenting was. Because my way of parenting is doing everything. Because he's my baby. But when Antonio T. Smidgen, I told y'all, that man get on my nerves. But he say some of the most profound things. I love him. He say some of the most profound things. He said, your son going to fall regardless. No matter what you do, he is going to fall. Your job is to teach him how to respond and how to get back up when he falls. Go ahead, Mr. Phil. It's the grain of sand in the oyster that makes the pearl. It's the irritant that manifests the jewel. And you say he drives you crazy? That's a short trip. <laughs> it really is a short trip, Mr. Phil, because 
I'm already like, I'm missing a bolt. So <laughs> I'm already a couple of screws loose. So it's, 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 it's a short trip. <laughs> but th that's just it. Thank you, Mr. Phil. Because how is he going to discover and find out who he is and what he wants to be if I'm always in front of him moving things out of the way? He's going to have to go through life. And what does that do for me? That lessens my frustration because it's not my journey. When you get frustrated at somebody else's journey, you know it's not in your top 5%, which means you're in the wrong lane. Get out their lane, get back in your lane, and you'll be unfrustrated. You'll have peace. I'm so happy Trine said that because in my culture, when you 18, you got to go. But I now understand, no, you don't have to go. But when it's your time, feel free to walk out the door. When I have taught you everything that you need to know to not need me, we good. I'll be here when you fall to assist you in getting back up. But I'm not going to pick you up off your feet no more. Because it's not my top 5%. Go ahead, Trinace. Okay, so my breaths. Thank you. Have a good day. We're unprepared at 18. Unprepared. Um, my daughter left. What ticket do you have? And she's been in some issues. She's left and she's come back. She'll at least leave. Chance. He leave and f it up every time he go, and then he be back. But this time, when that when that dude leave, mm -mm. ain't no take backsies. Ain't no coming back. Um. So you need to get it right right now, because I don't want. I don't. The thing is, I don't want to. The Saturday before my event, I was walking King and I heard the this gay couple arguing. And then I saw the other one come out with his raggedy suitcase and a, a choke in a garbage bag. And that made me so sad because he was unprepared. Mm. And I don't want that for anybody's children. And I don't want it for mine. To see, the old me would have been like, baby. Just come here so you don't have, so you don't be on the street. But I was like, mm, that ain't really my problem. I feel bad for him. I hope it works out. Hope he finds somebody. But the, the boyfriend brought him back the next day. And I was like, well, good. But I hope he's prepared next time. You don't ever want your children to be in a position like that. But these are all based on they made 95% of issues more important than what was priority, the 5%. There you go. But when they get out, I'm going to have a party. And they getting out soon. They've been threatening every week. And I ain't said nothing. When y'all going, that's what I say every time I leave the house. I hope I just come home and y'all stuff just be gone. No, thank you, Trinace. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Two days. Uh-huh. Do you charge him any rent? He does pay some he does pay some bills, but he don't pay enough. So that's why food? he can go. That's why he can go. Do you charge him for food? Hmm? You charge him for food. Oh, he buys the grocery. Okay, well, that's good. I was gonna say I had a lot of times I'll do this exercise. Do you charge him no? Do you charge him for no? Do you do the laundry yet? I said, shoot, I'll stay with you. That's the deal. I'll come over. Yeah, he um he buys all the grocery. He pays the he pays the internet cable. Very good. Um, but that those are things that he mostly enjoy. I enjoy the internet. I I enjoy the internet. But um, all the cable stuff, I don't care. I got streaming programs. Well, but, you um, use the internet to do some research and find out some good apartments that you can suggest he can go look at. Oh, well, him and his sister apparently found one. Oh, I'm just good. waiting for the day. On bated breath, I am waiting. You might want to say, is that day coming soon? Because you want to put it aside because you want to help them move. Mm -mm, I don't want to help them move. I don't want to help them move. I want them to just be gone when I get home. <laughs> I've already started looking for You want to leave a note? Because I, I got their location on my phone. I don't need to know. I don't know where they are. I've already started looking for me a smaller apartment. Already. And it will be no room for you to come back. <laughs> no room in the end. Like, like Jesus had to be in the stable, it's gonna be no room in the end. Oh, I love it. Now I do want I do want to say this. Yes, family is in my five percent. Yes, my son is my family, but at some point, hey, yeah, you my family. I love you, but that's not in my 5%. Bring that, you can leave when you walk. My dad tells this story quite often. It's funny now, but I kind of get it. Growing up, my parents were separated. I would spend time with my dad and time with my mom. Now, you have a tendency to whoever you're with that attitude comes out that that persona comes out more so when you go to the other person it's like a first i gotta decontaminate you and then i gotta get you back you know integrated with the energy over here well i had attitude before I even walked in, I, my dad said, per my dad, he said he said something to me and I rolled my eyes. He grabbed the back of my starter jacket. He lifted me up as I was stepping into the apartment. He lifted me up and he moved. He put me back. He said, I don't know where you got that attitude from. But before you walk in this house, you need to leave that out here. I love my kids. But before you come over here, 
Before you bring your 95% into my 5%, you need to leave that where you, where you got it from. If you come to me, come to me in your 5%. Because over here, we don't do the 95. And that's how you handle everybody. Like, I love you, but that's not in my 5%. Like Trinace was saying, I love my kids, but them being under my roof is not in my 5%. Them driving my car is not in my 5%. <laughs> they can come visit me. That's in my 5%. But I'm sure she going to need them to be to visit a few months from now after they leave. Because she going to need to decontaminate. She decompress is the word I'm looking for. I don't know why decontaminate came into my head. <laughs> <laughs> but decompress. <laughs> Go ahead, Renee. Um, I just wanted to say thank you because um I did I did what you what you uh what you asked about the, the prompt that you did, and I just wanted to I wanted to share yes, the three please, points. Please. Yay, okay. <laughs> it says one financial success and philanthropy. That's interesting. Second is personal development and influence. And third is travel and experiences. Yeah. That, yeah, that just those happened. Your three things for the... So for those of you just joining us, uh, what day was it? Did I write down the day we did that? So, was it Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. Thank you. One of those days. Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, okay. thank y'all. My days thank merge. <laughs> On Wednesday, the wonderful, the original humor consultants blessed us with these three questions. What are your big time goals? What do you want to accomplish in the next three to five years? And how would you live the last six months of your life if no money was, if money was no object? And they did the, they gave us these questions to help us determine and decide what's in our top 5% that Antonio has been teaching us and discussing uh, and discussing with us on. Well, what I picked up on is it also tells you what success means to you if you pay attention to it. And it also tells you who you are. So Renee is a philanthropist. She's a public, wait, say them again, Renee, say them again. Okay, it is, oh boy, this one. Okay, um, financial success and philanthropy. Um, personal development and influence and travel and experiences. So anything <laughs> Renee does that's outside of those three things are not in her 95 or not in her 5%. Yeah. And those are from the three questions so what Renee did was she took those three questions, the answers that she wrote, she put them into chat GPT 
And ChatGPT told her the top three things of all three questions. So Renee knows who she is. She's a philanthropist. She's an entrepreneur. She's a traveler. She wants to have more experiences in life. And in order to do that, she has to have a certain type of financial stability. Not even financial stability, abundance. We ain't we, but she has to have a certain level of abundance. And she's an influencer. So now that she knows who she is and what her top 5% is, now she can chart her journey based on that information. If it does not deal with her becoming an influencer, a philanthropist, a philanthropist, traveling, um, the the top leader in personal development. Um, I'm sure I'm missing something in or and in, in fine in, in financial success, her her definition of financial success, it's not in her top five percent. If somebody comes to her and be like, hey Renee, can you speak on this? Okay, yeah, that's in my top percent. But if top five percent, but if they come to her and say, hey Renee, can you help us build? Wait a minute. How you want me to help you build? Because how you want me to help you build determines if I say yes or no. If you need my influence, that's in my top five percent. Let's work this out. What you need me to do? But if you need me to be at all these meetings that had nothing to do with me. That's in my 95%. I can't help you. If you need me to get out here and help build a house, that's part of philanthropy. That's in my top 5%. If I'm one of them kind of people. Me, I'll go out there and build. I like getting dirty. Put on some some boots, some jeans, a big shirt. Give me a hammer. That could actually actually be fun. Or, or 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 help demolish one. I will be, I'll, I'll be like, oh, give me the sledgehammer. Yes, please. We are so much alike. That is scary. I want, I will take a sledgehammer to a wall <laughs> just to see how I feel. Like, wow. Okay. So now you guys get what I'm saying. You get me now. Go ahead, Trinace. So it's interesting that you would say that because yesterday I was having a conversation with a friend and I don't know, I think our friendship is going to have to change because we don't align on a lot of things in the conversation. So what she said to me is that um, one of her sons said that a lot of women are coming to him and he just right now, he's just working on himself. So she said, well, just tell him. No, you don't have time. You're working on yourself. I was like, mm, if I say no, I don't have to give you a reason unless I choose to. Well, you have to be polite. I was like, my no is polite. I'm not obligated to give anybody a reason unless I choose to. She was like, well, I don't think so. As a Christian, I said, God didn't say that, that I had to give you a reason. That was nowhere in the explanation. I say, so this is the thing. In our 5% of our life, we don't have to explain why we make any decision that we have to make. 
Well, I just disagree. That is so rude. I was like, okay. You feel how you feel? Well, I don't want to date because I'm I'm working on myself. I say, then you can keep that to yourself. Just say no. But I think that our issue is we feel obligated and obliged to give people an, an answer to make us feel better about us making a decision. And she just, I say, well, I disagree. If I choose to give you a reason, then I do. If I don't, I don't. I say, and I'm not saying, trying to say what you're saying is wrong. You're not wrong, and I'm not wrong. You're not wrong or right. But that's just how I choose to do things. If I decide that I want to give you an answer, then I do. And it's just so many of us that give an answer and then feel obliged to give your answer while you gave the answer. And I think maybe I'll say from now on, that's not part of my 5%. See how they like that. I love Just it. Just saying. Tenace, no. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Has Oprah ever explained why she said no to stuff? Has, if she does, she just said, well, I just didn't feel like it was the right time for me. If she does. If, if she does. Have we ever heard Elon Musk explain why he says no? Go ahead, Mr. Phil. Well, I gave us a, a while back and we answered that. You could say, you know, I have a budget for this kind of stuff, but currently I don't have anything in that budget. Uh, that's going to make a lot of people mad when they say that too. Like, you know what? I have a budget for that stuff, but I don't have anything in the budget for that today. Like, what you mean? I'm not asking you to buy anything. I don't have anything in my budget for you today. That's outside of my scope of support. I've used that too. I was, uh, I was, I was, I can't remember. I was talking to Antonio and he said something. I was like, well, just let him know that's out of your, your, uh, that's out, that's, that's, well, that's out of your scope of support. He looked at me. I said, I got it from Trinace. <laughs> There's so many different ways you can say it. Check your motives when you say it. Because if I can, I can say, you know what, Miss Adonia, that's out of my scope of support for today. I'm so sorry. I won't be able to assist you. Versus that's out of my scope of support. I can't help you on that. I'm sorry. It, it, the 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 motives, the 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 intention, the the emotions behind it are different because I learned in Bible study with Mr. Antonio T. Smith Sr. Check your motives, because God gonna check your motives too. And that scared me. Antonio and Antonio Jr. says all the time, hey, check your motives, check your motives. And it used to frustrate me because I'm like, why? What do you mean check my motives? My motives are fine. But then I thought, did I have to do that Bible study? I was like, oh, that's why he said that. Because the person you talking to could take that and receive it a whole nother way. But the universe, God, if you don't check your motives, it will hurt you. Go ahead, Trinace. I think when people ask why, they're preparing for manipulation. I agree. So if you ask me why, then I mean you're trying to convince me why I should. So 
<laughs> that's just me. And that's that's the other thing that I explained to her. Then people will try to convince you to do something that you don't want to do. And I don't want to do it. And I'm not going to go back and forth with you because I don't go back and forth. Because the Bible say when you argue with fools, nobody can tell who the fool is. So therefore, no, I is not. Y'all heard what she said. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Phil. What you were talking about there is tone. The tone of your voice. Yes. Like, for instance, I didn't say Phil Sorrentino was crazy. 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 Each sentence meant something different with the exact same words because of tone. And that's why emails are so frustrating. You don't know what the tone was when the person wrote that email. So you have to interpret it on your own out of a void. And are we going to hear from Antonio this morning? I see he's on. I don't think we're going to hear from him this morning. Um, there's, there's quite a bit going on. That's why he had to fly out. I wasn't expecting him to even be on this morning. I was shocked when I saw him pop up. I'm like, oh, okay. But no, Mr. Phil, you're absolutely right. I ha And I have learned that the hard way. I've also used that to my advantage. My motives were completely incorrect. I will admit that. I have moved on from that. It, it happened about nine years ago. Conversation with my mama. I purposely texted her certain things because I knew she would take it in the context that I meant it based on the text message. So you got to be careful with that. You got to be careful with that. So Mr. 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 Phil is absolutely right. Tone is everything. Go ahead, Miss Brenda. Yeah, that's what my oldest son, Tuan, used to say. Um, watch how you handle me. Because when you talk, <laughs> he, he always say, watch how you handle me. And I'm like, yeah, that 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 that's your tone and all that and the way you're saying something and your body language. And you can tell all of that and what you really mean when you do that. So he always like tell my nephews and he even tell me, watch how you handle me. Look, Miss Brenda, I've had to tell my eight year old, hey, watch how you talk to me. He's like, well, mommy, what do you mean? This is all I said. I said, it's not what you said. It's how you said it. And you talking to me. So now he actually, he corrects himself. And he, he'll, he'll say, but my, I'm like, what, what was you going to say? He's like, no, because the tone wasn't going to be right. And I, and I, so I decided not to say it. I said, I'm so proud of you. He said, but what I was going to say was, I was like, wait. If you knew the tone was going to be wrong, don't repeat it. And he's like, you know what? You're right, mommy. Okay. And he just get quiet. Because I used to tell him, oh, wait, hold on. Check out, watch how you talk to me. I love you. But watch your tone when you talk to me. Because he, he actually asked me one time, mom, what is tone? And I did what Mr. Phil just did. I did to him. I said, you see the difference in how I said it? He said, yeah, I see. And he, he, he will correct himself now at eight. That's how I know. You cannot tell me these kids 
don't have their own personalities. We need to stop treating them like they just re they blank slate to us to, you know, live out our lives with and how we live, you know, through them. No, they're their own people. We jack up kids making them us. Yeah, that's why I never let my kids call me Brenda, even though you grown, because then you forget who I am by calling me Brenda. And then next thing I know, you talking to me crazy. So no, <laughs> you call me mama. Uh, you call me Miss Turner if you want to, but you don't call me by my first name because I'm not one of your friends. Because then they get too familiar. And they might not be trying to, but after a while calling you by your first name, it's like you one of my partners and then you won't talk to me crazy. So no, I'm your mama and you remember that. And sometimes my youngest son be like, hey, Brenda, I said, boy, don't playing with me and he'll start laughing and you know, we're gone. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I do call my mama by her first name sometimes, but that's what we talking. Because, see, she'll say my first and middle name when she try to get a point across. And now that I'm older, she 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 cutting up like she acting up. She didn't she didn't got older and decided that she 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 want to live her life haphazardly. Uh, Kathy Marie, what did your doctor tell you? I call her a whole. But she was like, Deanna Marie, Kathy Marie. What you going to do? What your doctor said? <laughs> <laughs> but I call her mom and I but get see your tone when you said that it's <laughs> not it's not you know like I'm telling you what to do it's like mom come on now that's you know, actually that is how I say it so your tone was not you know ugly oh so yeah it was good and you know y'all talking back and forth like that that wasn't you know yeah you know, that was fine She's shorter than me, but I I don't put nothing past that little woman. Um, mm -mm. Mm -mm. I ain't even gonna try it. I like living. <laughs> I don't care what the relationship is between me and my mama. That woman, I don't put nothing past her. She may be all talk. I will never know because I will never try her. Okay. <laughs> and my son does that too. He he used to say, "Bruh," I'll be like, "Wait, what you mean?" Who are you talking to? He's like, well, mommy, I'm on the game. Uh, first off, bruh, watch how you talk to me. <laughs> Secondly, bruh, if you wasn't on the game, like I use his words against him. Like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Go ahead, Renee. I just say, you know, I only called my mom Stephanie when I would be calling her, and I would say, mommy, mommy. Mommy, and then I would say Stephanie. She'd be like, "I'm like, mommy, why I gotta use your government name when you mommy?" But any, but you know, I think she'd just be like, "I'm like, she in her room watching mom tell again." But anyway, um, I had I had someone that that gave me an interesting tone because I told this guy years back that I liked him, and I never did no stuff like that. I told this guy, I was like, "Yeah, I like him." Woo. He said, we hang out once and you catch feelings and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I went from being sad to angry to me wanting to find him so I could beat him up. Because his tone, his, oh my God, his tone, it made me feel about this little. 
this small. But I said, dang, you ain't have to come for blood, yo. I just was telling you how a sister felt. But now and now a sister, a sister wanna wanna find out where you where you live because you you <laughs> you done flexed. But um <laughs> I'm like, and I ain't never tried to beat up no boy, but I, I tell you. But the tone, you know, I told I told Jada and I said, I said sometimes it's not what you say, but it is how you how you say it. If somebody comes and says, You need to, you know, you you need to brush your teeth because your teeth and I'm 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 a and I'm I'm a I would take it like, oh okay, if you wanna play, then let's play. Cause I keep Serena like that. You wanna you wanna go there? <laughs> So you have chosen death, but um, but then you know it's it is it's all tone, and you have to really be careful how you talk to people because sometimes it's not what you say, but how you say it, and sometimes people will never people will forget. People may forget you, but they won't ever forget what you done said to them. They won't ever forget that. People, okay, so you know, it it goes right back in here, and I'm like. Mm -mm. Tone is important, but sometimes people have a, 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 a trauma that make them feel like your tone is sure. outside of your tone. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll give you a perfect example. That's a couple true. of weeks ago, customers told on me. They felt like I was rude to a customer because I say, sir, I plug your ears. And they didn't hear the rest of the customer. They didn't hear the rest of the conversation, nor did they see that both of his earbuds were in his ears. Same. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. the only thing they heard. They didn't see the man laughing. They didn't see him <laughs> taking the earbuds out his ear. But I was wrong because I was yelling because he couldn't hear me. Mm -hmm. The rest mm -hmm. of the story. Right. So I was called into the principal's <laughs> office because I told the man, I'll plug your ears. And he laughed and unplugged his ears. He was like, oh, well, that makes sense. I said, but they didn't hear the rest of the conversation. All they heard me was yelling, I'll plug your ears. So that's why I say it can be how a person receives something not having the full communication. Now, first of all, my tone is a very direct tone. It's a um, direct, it's very authoritative. <laughs> my tone is, is, is my tone. You think? Knock <laughs> <laughs> me over with a feather. Um, so I understand that. Um, but for me, I need to be be able to communicate to you directly, and there need to be no mental words, no misunderstanding, no nothing. I'm not gonna whisper anything. So if you say, "Well, I heard you," no, you didn't he overhear nothing. I said it. I said what <laughs> I said it, and then um, sometimes based on how a person is, based on how they are as an individual, whatever trauma that is. That's why I don't like text messages. Don't text me no conversation because I don't know what you mean. I don't I don't know what you mean. Just call me. If we text him back and forth and it turns into I text you three times as a response, I'm going to call you because I need to have a clear understanding of what, what's going on here. And communication is key. 
communication is key in all we do. And tone is important. Um, body language is important as well. Simon and Garfunkel said, and a man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. I said That's in the true. Seminar, I, I said in the seminar once, I said that, I said, now today he might have said, and the person hears what they want to hear and disregards the rest. The lady stood up and back here and said, no, Phil, he was right the first time. Yeah, it's, so, it's called what I call what my children, selective Renee, hearing. It says, Renee, it's, they may not remember what you say. They'll always remember how you make them feel. And that's, that's not right. my quote. That's somebody else's quote. I think it was Maria Angelo said that. They may yes. not remember what you say, but they'll always remember how you make them feel. Mm -hmm. Thanks. I love it. I thank all of y'all so very much. I want to give you guys a challenge to add to your top 5%. In your top 5%, I challenge you to focus on your communication with others. Because that will also help you retrain your subconscious mind. It'll force you to only communicate in your top 5%. That means if you get frustrated, communicate, but analyze first. If you get angry, communicate. Because again, frustration is a sign that you are off the path of your desires, which means there's some communication that needs to take place. So I just want to challenge everyone to work on your tone and your energy and your communication in your top 5%. Like when it comes to what you wrote down for your top 5%, incorporate your personal attitude in that too. It is 9.50 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. We don't have any meetings tomorrow because it's Saturday. So everyone, enjoy your weekend. Have a fun-filled weekend. Only live in your top 5%. And I hope and pray that your imagination will always be a celebration of you. Thank you all so much for joining me. Love y'all. Love you more. Love you more. <laughs>